Welcome to another episode of Foolish Adventure. I'm Izzy Hyman, and I'm here with Tim Conley. Hello, Tim. What's up, Izzy? Hello. All right, so uh, hopefully you recovered from the last episode okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm back to normal. Okay. Today we're, we've got an interesting subject, and a lot of folks, when they're first getting started with building their businesses, are saying, okay, it's taken me forever. I think I have come up with a good niche and this is a niche I'm number one interested in, you know, passionate about, and I think it could be a profitable niche. And now I need to become an expert in it, or I need to develop an expertise in it so that I have the ability to develop an information product around this. In other words, it's the whole researching the niche so that you can develop an information product that would sell well there. Okay, okay. so you see where that kind of fits yep. into this whole plan here. You know, it's a, obviously it's this is a specific to information products and you know that specifically sell to a specific niche. Anyway, all right. So, how do you become an expert in something? First of all, before we talk about how to become an expert, let's talk about what expertise is. And I know my my definition of this is a little bit different than I think yours, Tim's. I'm not sure about this, so we'll we'll find out now okay. live. <laughs> we'll find out now, and that is that I think that in order to be able to show somebody else how to do something, you just have to be you have to know more than what they know. So it's not like it's not like in order to develop an information product where you're showing people how to do stuff, you don't have to be the world's foremost expert on it, in my opinion. You just have to know you know, enough, enough more so where you can show people things. Like if I learn something today and I can start showing my friends, then, I've, then it's benefiting them. So I, my, I guess it's a loose definition of expert, but I'd say you just have to know more than what the average person does. Well, I, I would say just making... A different point, just saying it differently, I guess, uh, that you know more than your audience. Because if you're, if the people you're going after, the, your niche is, uh, th- those people know a lot, well, you need to also know a lot. So, so that, that's, I, I think that's the, the main distinction that it, we're not just talking about knowing more than just just anyone right because that's kind of easy to do right because most people are not knowledgeable on most topics so so just being a little more than that person is pretty easy to do but but knowing more in your particular field that that's I, i that would be the distinction i would make yeah and that's a good distinction and i think uh I think, you know, for somebody who's already like a world's foremost expert in something, it's going to be a big challenge. You know, if if they're creating an information product, let, let's say that I'm a world's foremost expert in, I don't know, uh, video, okay, which I'm not, but let's say I am. Let's say that uh, that I've been, you know, shooting and working in the video industry or no, let's make it even more specific and say it's video compression. And this is what I've been doing for 40 years, which it isn't. But let's say hypothetically, it's going to be really hard for me to get in touch with somebody who's just barely getting started with video compression. It's going to be a big challenge because I've it's something that's like, you know, I eat, sleep and drink. It's 40 years. I know everything there is to know about it. How do you bring it down to them? I think, how do you bring it down to the everyday person who's just getting started into, into it, right? So this is a challenge. And it's one of the benefits of not being the world's foremost expert, in my opinion, is that it's easy for you to remember what it was like to just get started because that might have been just you recently. Okay. Uh, though I wouldn't discount partnering with people who are world-class experts there there's definitely there's a lot of people who are super smart really know what they're doing but couldn't get the word out about what they do for the life of them 
Ah, uh, yes. So, so it's a way of talking about it. Is that what you mean? Right. Like right. communicating about it. Uh, marketing. Uh-huh. How, how do you market the fact that you have this knowledge? Uh, if, if you, because I was going to ask you like, well, what if you don't have an expertise uh, that you don't even know what you want to be an expert in, but you do like the stuff related to running a business? Right. Well, you, you, if, partner if you, with an expert. Right. If you're good at sales and, and marketing, well, then partner with somebody who has expertise and let them make all the content and then you do the parts that get in the customers. That is a fantastic idea. And I think we could do a whole episode. That, in fact, I'm going to jot that down. With I'm going to jot that down because that's a good uh, episode topic because it's something I have personally done and I've learned some things in the process. And so I think it'd be good stuff to share. Right, cool. I'm going to jot that down. But in the meantime, let's talk about how to develop our own expertise. What are the resources? And just a big picture of this. If you're going to become an expert in something, in my opinion, you can't just learn it from a book. You have to learn it and then also do it and also evaluate it and then learn it and do it and evaluate it and and sort of go into that cycle of learning something. And so, for example, you know, if if I want to become a world's foremost expert on uh, video compression, then what I'm going to spend the next, I don't know, however long, weeks, months, years, however long it takes, I'm going to be researching it like crazy. And good sources for research are I mean, one of my favorite sources are RSS feeds using Google Reader. And if this is totally new to you as an audience member, uh, that don't worry about it. It's just a way of basically accumulating information in an inbox that you'll never be able to stay on top of ever. <laughs> so, but no, it's, it's a way of, of getting an, an, a constant stream of information on the topic. And so I use Google Reader like crazy to, to stay on top of and to find out you know, new strategies for video and video related things. You know, so that's a tool. Do you use Google Reader, Tim? I do, but not not very much. Uh, it depends. I go through like spurts, like because I I don't really want to just have information that I'm not going to use for something. Because uh, then it then it's just actually entertainment. Yeah. So so which I do find learning things to be really fun for me. Yeah. Uh, so, so I have to be uh, conscious of, of what it is that I'm taking in. So periodically what I'll do is if I, if we're trying to advance, like with my agency, if we're trying to advance in SEO, then I, I get a whole bunch of feeds related to search engine optimization so that I can see what all the experts are saying in, in that world. And then if it's uh, something else, I then I if I'm not doing that anymore, I delete all those feeds and then I put in the ones that I'm now needing to learn about. So so my you're constantly pruning. Yeah, because if not, then it just becomes this big jumbled mess and and I can't learn anything because I'm too distracted. I've done both right now. I have the big jungle jumbled mess. That's what I have. And, and how reader. and and how useful is it to you? It's not very useful right. at all. In fact, I, in fact, I I almost avoid it. I almost want to stay away from it because it's got all these things that you think you should take a look at, yeah. and there's hundreds of them. And you know what? But but to, in its defense, when I do dive in there and start looking around, I always get little nuggets. Always like there, I don't think there's ever a time where I haven't gone in there and gotten some nuggets. And when I say nuggets, I mean something valuable, something I can use, something I could make a tutorial about, something that I could that would help me develop my business better. You know, because I've got I've got an interesting blend. You know, of things I would like to be an expert not just on video, but also on on uh, you know things that have to do with building my own business. Get tips and tricks and right strategies right. like. 
you know, I consume the kind of stuff that we're creating here. This is something I'm interested in. So uh, I try to subscribe to stuff like that too. But I also find that I, I abandon other things that I thought I was interested in. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So that, that's, that is an awesome tool if you use it correctly. Uh, and, and that's, and that's with, with any tool, right? To uh, me, this is like light, light, re, like a surface topic exploration. So it doesn't really go deep. You're not going to go really deep usually in an article the way you would in a book. Well, if uh, what, what's nice about it is uh, by having stuff coming in in our, into a reader online is that you can develop some breadth, yeah, and and that gives you a broader uh, broader view of what's going on, and and then you can find out well what what in that is the most interesting to me, and once you find that, then you can dig deep. Yeah. Yes, very good. And then I go digging deep takes us on to the next thing that I wanted to make sure that we cover. And that is as part of the researching. And all this is just like how to become an expert. So one way to become an expert is to subscribe to a bunch, a bunch of blogs and websites and RSS feeds and email newsletters of things that are in your niche. So, you know, uh, another way to do it would be to go to the library. I mean, we've talked about the library before, but I really find a lot of value in books. And if you're bootstrapping, if you want to keep your costs down, going to the library is a cheap way to get books, right? Right. And, and if it's very niche maybe the books are even available. If it's not like broadly appealing to a whole bunch of people, the books might actually be there that you want to read. Well, what, what's awesome now is that in the proliferation of information that we've had in the last 15 years, there's magazines that would not have existed that, that didn't exist that long ago there's uh, magazines are a great way to learn about a particular niche uh, you've even mentioned uh, uh, you know in in our in our prep for this about trade magazines and things like that there is a lot of useful information and gets you knowledge of the experts in your in your niche. It gets you knowledge of the experts, the people. It also gets you knowledge of the advertisers, who the potential, like who the companies are that are in that niche that are paying for advertising. These are like if you're creating some sort of media, uh, audio, video, text at some point in the future, whatever, these are potential sponsors for your show if you decide to take the sponsorship route. Right. You know, so it's good to know. I mean, I, I can't tell you how much the like there's a magazine that I subscribe to called American Cinematographer. And it was given to me initially as uh, from my friends at PubFilms.com. Their, their, their subscriptions just shot up. Like Did they? Tons of people oh, wow. just signed up for yeah. subscriptions. You know, I, I have a hunch that it's a magazine that not a lot of people subscribe to. It's a pretty, it's an expensive type of magazine, you know, and it's uh, and it's and when I say it's expensive, I think it's be- expensive because it has to be because not a lot of people subscribe. I mean, how many people do you know that want to be cinematographers? You, could, you probably know one, and that's just <laughs> me. <laughs> so that are interested in that, but. You know, we, you know, that, uh, you know, that there's that Intel commercial where it says your heroes are not my, our heroes are not your heroes right. or whatever it is. That's how I feel sometimes. Cause I'm so niche. Like my heroes, if I say their names, most people wouldn't even have any idea who I'm talking about. Cause these are very niche to my interest level, but interest area. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. So getting the magazines is hugely helpful. I read these things, not, not all the time, but it's a great source of information. If you're trying to become an expert, yeah, subscribe to the websites, get the books, get, subscribe to the magazines. One, one thing, well, not just reading these things, right? You study uh, them, right? Yeah, you have to study them. One technique that uh, a guy that I, used, that I used to read online that he, he said was, Take take the stuff that you're reading 
and treat it just like you were in college or in high school where you had to write a paper on it. Put the stuff in your own words. Uh, that, that will let you know whether or not you understand it. And then there's that old quote, I wish I knew who it was from, where about if you teach, uh, teach something that you've just learned to someone else, you, you actually learn it twice because it, uh, it reinforces if you're able to take what you've just learned and then share it to someone else and they understand it. Yeah. Well, then you actually understood it yourself. Yeah, that's huge. That is huge. Like that's and actually you could be making a product as you do that. Yeah. It, it could be yeah. researching it, learning it, and then also teaching other people, teaching a worldwide audience like via your website or whatever, and be creating a product as you go, developing a following, developing an audience. Yeah, and that's that's kind of a different form of of expert that has come along in the last few years are these people who are sharing personal journeys online and they develop For example, um, like just so I, I I, I understand what you're saying generally, but I'm curious about the specifics. Like, okay. what's an example? Okay, of- like uh, there's a guy, uh, uh, Leo Babauta. I've mentioned him yep. before yep. with his Zen habits, right? Okay. So he started writing about the stuff that he was doing and changing his personal habits. How you know, losing weight, quitting smoking, taking up running, and then and then it moved, you know, moved over time, but. The people who followed him, it wasn't like he was saying, "Hey, I'm this expert on productivity or or uh, or health or any of those things." He wasn't saying he was an expert. He was just saying, "This is my personal journey. This is working for me," and 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 people joined along and they followed him along. And then then in that, well, all of a sudden he was this expert, mm. and it's like, but he wasn't trying to be one. He was just sharing what he was doing. Yeah, and a lot of people are coming into into this saying, uh, a lot of young people that, that I've seen because you know they don't really have the life experiences, so they're they're saying this is what I want to learn how to do, and and I'm just going to document what I'm doing to get there. Yeah, and a lot of these people are actually building followings and and creating businesses out out of just showing how they're becoming an expert in what it is that they're interested in. Sort of like following in. me on my journey. Yes. And people have an interest in that. I mean, oh my gosh, if, you know, if I had an interest in a, a specific topic and there's somebody else that's going through and doing all the research and letting me know what they're discovering and all that stuff, that's a shortcut for me. Yeah, it, it's, a short, it's a shortcut and uh, there's a, an emotional connection. Yeah. Like this person isn't preaching at me. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm right alongside. Yeah, them. this 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 person is me. Yeah, and 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 I think I think that's something that's very powerful. That without without the power of the internet, really couldn't have happened. It, it didn't really exist in the past. You couldn't get a, a column in the newspaper, uh, get a, a, a weekly column yeah. uh, by by some uh, by the New York Times or something showing uh, your journey people, your journey right <laughs> you you already had to be this great writer with with a perspective beforehand yeah. before you could get published well now it's like well i don't know where i'm going but this is this is my goal and i'm going to get there and and people follow along so uh, it's it's not really an expert but but you become one so so i think it's like this it's this new entity that that i think's really powerful that uh, that people should, uh, you know, if you feel like you don't know anything, may, maybe try that. Yeah, Th- that might an, might a be a great idea. approach. Yeah, I like that idea. Okay, it's an easy thing to document. 
you you're teaching stuff as you learn stuff and you develop an audience before i mean now before you need one yep there's a lot of good things about that hmm have to stew on that one for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ho- hopefully, a lot of people take take up on that one. Okay, let's talk about mentors. The value of mentors as you're becoming an expert on something. Okay, my, I I can't even talk about mentors without talking about Don McAllister, who created Screencasts Online, and he basically changed my life forever because I went and saw him speak live at an event, which is another thing to to focus on when it comes to becoming an expertise, make sure you show up for some live events and rub, rub elbow. What is they say? Shake hands, rub elbow, get to know some other folks that are in your industry. <laughs> meet people. Meet people. Okay. So it's not just all online. But when I went to the portable media expo, I was at right at this point where my, my podcast, my, uh, my online video show had a, a following, had an audience. It was starting to become fairly popular and my audience was starting to demand things. They were starting to say, we want this, we want that. And it was becoming tiring for me. And so I was thinking about quitting it because it was costing me time and money and I be- and it wasn't making any money at all. I was thinking about quitting. And then I went to Don McAllister's session about how he made money online. He's like the grandfather. He's like the, the Jedi master uh, that I learned from uh, for how to develop my own, uh, my own business, my own profitable podcast. I basically, it's not, my model now does not look, look look exactly the way his did when I learned it from him. But initially when I first rolled it out, it looked almost identical to what his looked like. And there's still tons of similarities. Very cool. Yeah. And we talk about it, but I, but that, that mentor relationship, he, I don't even know if, I mean, I tell him all the time he changed my life forever and I owe him a lot, but it's not a specific percentage, by the way. <laughs> it's more emotional. It's more of an emotional <laughs> And not actually financially owing. So, so I've, uh, it, it, but that made an enormous impact on me and my business and my family. Huge. It changed my life forever. And it was all because of a mentor. And it was all because I went to that live event and talked to him. You know, yeah, mentors have made a big difference in, in my life as when, when I was first getting started, not really having any connections. Uh, I, I had mentors that some, which weren't even alive anymore. You know, I read what they did. I, you know, I, I looked at, I looked at, I wanted to be a really good marketer. I wanted to be able to sell things. And so I looked at what really good salespeople did, what really good marketers did. And I studied what they did, even though I hadn't met them you know, but I studied them, yeah. studied everything they did. Uh, and then I, I, I always talk about this guy named Joe Polish, yeah. uh, made a huge impact in my life and changed my, my approach, my, the way I see people when, when we're talking about business and everything, uh, cause the way he r- went about building his business and, and his approach to marketing. So, it, it, it's it's almost like oh when I was at Bandcamp right yeah when, this when, one time it, at Bandcamp right when yeah. Izzy and I are talking I'll be like yeah and and Joe said you know this and and so this made me do you know uh, change the way I did this other thing and and I, I do that a lot because well I give credit where credits due I mean he taught me uh, a lot you know like and and even though I had had this base knowledge of marketing it he really changed the way I. I implemented it. So how does somebody get a mentor? Like if they, if their thing is Japanese steak knives and that's what they want to do their niche about, you know, that's the niche they're exploring. How are they going to get this mentor? 
uh, find find who who those men, uh, the mentors are, right? The 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 experts who who these people could be. Uh, so they so could be the writers of the magazines. It, they could be writers. It, it, they could be a writer be, uh, as long as there's someone who actually does. Right. Uh, and not just writes about it, but right. actually does stuff. Yeah. But they might be able to connect you to the people that they interview or that they write about. They, they could say, oh, yeah, you know, I can get you connected to that person. And, and you really want to go to an expert at the thing you want to become. Right. So somebody's uh, been there. And, right. Mm-hmm. And so you can just meet these people, just talk to them, because one of the things that smart people like to do is share their knowledge. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So experts love to share their knowledge. And if you're truly earnest about interacting with people, well, they will gladly share with you. Yeah. And it, so anyway, the, this value of having a mentor mixed in there. So yeah, it, you can learn from magazines. You can learn from books. You can learn from websites. You can learn from mentors. You can learn from live events, live events, getting to know people in person. It's important to go to trade shows and, and conferences and stuff like this and, and, and learn. From, I don't go to everything I could go to, but I go to enough every year to meet people and to see. In fact, you and I, Tim, met at a live event. I, would never, I don't know if I would have met you if it hadn't been for the fact that you and I were both attending PodCamp. Uh, yes, that that uh, I and don't you're think even I, wearing your PodCamp shirt yeah, right I'm now. Wearing, I'm noticing yeah, that. Yeah, this, I know what you did last PodCamp. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, going there, and I just went on a lark uh, because uh, I, I didn't even know what they were going to cover because I wasn't even interested in podcasting at all. Yeah, and and it turned out to be a lot broader than about podcasting. But then I saw your thing on the list of, of, uh, uh, sessions and it was about making money. And like, I'm always interested <laughs> in, in how money is made. So I, I, I walked in to, to hear what you had to say. And this might be a good time for me just to throw in there that I, that we will be doing some sort of a session this coming pod camp. I think it's, uh, I think it's coming up in November. It's like 20s, 20th and 21st, something like that. Anyway, keep more, more details coming. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, we're we've been talking about doing something really awesome, so we're yeah. gonna we're gonna leave that. As it a might secret be the kind of while. thing that even if you aren't local, you might want to come. You might want to actually fly in for this because it could be fun. It yeah, could be very. It, I, I'm not saying you have to, but we're we're gonna you keep don't, it cryptic though. Yeah, we'll keep it cryptic. So yeah. it could be awesome. All righty. So now that's everything we've talked about so far. Really, is just like how to get knowledge and just get information. But I don't want to take away from. I don't, I, I don't want to miss talking about how important it is to do stuff. Like if you, whatever your niche is, do it. If, it, if you're shooting video and that's your thing, shoot video, shoot a lot of video, try to assess, okay, what, what did I learn from shooting video? If your thing is photography, take pictures. If your thing is steak knives, use them, test them, get, become an expert with them. Don't just learn stuff, do it. Yeah. I had a teacher in high school who, uh, wanted to uh, cure me of my smart assness um he he essentially Boy, said he failed yeah yeah D- uh, mr mr hamill if you're still alive didn't work uh, uh, he, he told me that uh, you don't know it unless you can do it and and that was that was a big impact because you know i i had an answer for everything and mm-hmm. And he was like, well, you were a know-it-all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
interesting. And and well, you know this because we we talk all the time, and and part of it is uh, a a mental trick that that my brain does uh, that I don't really have much control over. That I remember almost everything. I know it's I. I'm so jealous of your memory. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm so jealous of it. Like short short term stuff. Yeah, not a clue. But, fact, but ask me two years later and I'll tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. So did, that didn't cure you then? Oh, no, no. But, but it, it had an impact, uh, an impact on me because I had, this was at a time where, you know, I thought I was just so smart and, and well, all I had was information in my head. I didn't have skills. Practical, like information applied. Right. Okay. So part of it is you got to do it. And you can't just do it a little bit. You have to do it as lo- a lot, as much as you can, whatever it is. And so it helps to really like it. It helps. Oh, this is why this is, goes back to my argument, Tim, that it's very important to pursue your passion because then it won't be, it'll be like playing when you get to do it all the time. Oh, but then also one other tip I was going to say is don't just do it. See if you can do it and have your mentor present or get feedback from your mentor. That's a good idea. You know, so you get your mentor involved a little bit. That would be hugely That'd be helpful. And, and I would say, do it for a customer. What do you mean? As, as fast as you possibly can. Do it for so someone. So you have the experience of right. doing that for a customer, whatever it is. Yeah, to find out if people will pay you for what it is that you're, that you're just now learning. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've done that with pretty much everything because if something interests me, and, and a lot of things do, I just jump in. Yeah. And, and if I want to make money at it, I go find a customer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do that like as fast as I, I can uh, with, with foolish adventure. We've actually kind of held off trying to make money from it. We, we just want to build an audience for a while. And, and but my, that's hard to do because the natural inclination is to say, wow, we're getting all these questions. We clearly, we can come up with something that would solve a lot of problems and answer a lot of questions. Right. And so, it's so tempting. For, for me, it's like, oh my gosh, I, I, I could, I could have customers. And <laughs> so it's like, no, no, hold, hold back. Like, you know, let's, <laughs> let, let's just share for a while, uh, share to people. And, but I, I do that with everything. So even if I don't know how it's done at the time I make that commitment, once I've made the commitment to someone else, oh my gosh, you better be able to, right. you know, deliver, deliver. The information, especially deliver. if they handed you money. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so now we've talked about different ways to accumulate information. We talked about just a, you know the importance of actually doing it. And the last thing that I wanted to make sure that we cover is that, and that is that you must. It, it's important to evaluate it, take notes, and study it. Study it like you were saying, as if it's a. Was that was that in this recording that we're talking about yeah, studying as so if coll- in college as or if high you're school, yeah, yeah as if you're doing a paper as if you're doing a paper exactly like really going to be oh you said that's right write it write right. it as if you're going to be writing a paper on it. You really get it inside, you know, read all the books on it, read it. And this goes back, you know, anybody who's listened to this is that I think we're recording episode 10. Yeah, we're recording episode 10. Anybody who's gotten this far with us, that this isn't their first show, they're probably going, wait a sec, I thought you said we could do this in our spare time. And here we are, you know, becoming an expert. That takes time. Right. Testing and spending time doing it. That takes time. Building your website, that takes time. Creating the content, that takes time. How are you going to do this in your spare time? 
Okay, well, one, my my approach, you know, me being hard as nails uh, to everybody listening, is <laughs> is to give up unimportant things, and then you create have to, the time, the time right? Create the time. But I know what you're about to say, and and what am I about I to say, Mister Noah? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know you know what I'm about to say because I've actually said it before. Right. And that is that you, you don't have to do it all now. You don't have to do it all now. It could be, yes, you could speed it up if you spend the next 60 hours or you could spread that, sp- spread that 60 hours to a couple hours here, a couple hours there, and it takes you 30 times longer. Well, I, actually, I was wrong. Well, what did you think I was going to say? Because it was something else that you, we, you talked about uh, when we were prepping uh, for, for this <laughs> was, uh, it's no big deal. That You, you did talk about that too. Uh, in, essentially in the same sentence, if it's something that you're passionate about, you're probably already doing it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, uh, if you're if you're really into Corvettes, you're already reading about them. You're you're already working on your own. Well, you're already doing a lot of it. I, I mean, uh, so it's uh, already what you're doing in your spare time anyway. Yeah, if if it's something that you're passionate about, you're you're probably already doing it, or you're going to give. Uh, like I said, you're going to give up unimportant things, things that are not, you're not passionate about to actually focus on your passion if it's something that you haven't done yet. You know, it it just occurs to me that there's a lot of people listening probably that already have the level of expertise that they need to be able to sell a product, to be able to build an information product and sell it because that's what they're already doing anyway. Right. And, you see what and, I'm saying? Uh, and I, I, in, in one of our philosophical discussions, I'd mentioned this guy named Jay Abraham and he, he talks about taking, uh, uh, inventory of your skill sets because uh, you most people have more than they they think they do and and may, maybe I'm going to get a little too philosoph- philosophical here. Uh, there was a comment made by by someone um, uh, on on the on our blog and she said that she was just a homemaker. Nobody is just an anything. That you are a lot more than that, and and maybe you uh, you don't have the confidence, so you say you don't know anything or you don't have any skills. Uh, take an inventory of the actual skills you have, and and it may not be exactly in the direction that you want to go, but are are those some of them will be transferable for yes, sure? Yes, most skills are transferable. Uh, so so you may have uh, these organizational uh, capabilities which i have none uh, so so you you may have these organizational capabilities where you're able to organize the information for people uh, so it's like you could just transfer the that skill set so so you know nobody is just a thing you know yeah. they're they're a lot more than that it, it, i love it I love it. I think we should stop. You know, one of these times we're going to have to record one of these philosophical conversations that you and I always have and just put it out there and see what happens to see if our whole audience abandons us. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll find out if I, if I end up alienating a lot of people. <laughs> or if I do. <laughs> we both do. Yeah. Wow, they're, they're way out there. It's probably, um, the last thing I wanted to point out, and that is that it, I think it helps to think of all of this exploration and developing of an expertise as a journey and an experiment. I think it's, I think, you know, people say failure is over, you know, oh, if you fail at something, then you learn something from it. And other people say, well, why bother failing if you can just do it right the first time, you know, do your research, da, 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 da. And people, people uh, celebrate failure too often or whatever. 
and to me, it's all an, it's an experiment. It's a, it, you, tr- I treat sort of like my life and my pursuits as a laboratory, you know, it's an experiment. I'm testing things and trying things and seeing what I love and see what I don't love and see what works and see what doesn't work. And, and that's the journey. That's the adventure. That's the foolish adventure. Definitely you the foolish adventure. <laughs> wow. That was too perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Tim? Are we all done? No, I think, uh, I think, We've covered enough on on getting people started on becoming an expert an expert in their in their niche. Uh, you know, really go back to to their passion. You know, uh, and if you don't really have one, but you really are interested in in a a niche, like uh, okay, maybe maybe uh, give me a minute here, people. Uh, <laughs> all right, going back. I, my my passion is helping people in their businesses. Right. Exactly. Right? Uh, yes. I, you do I, it all the time. I don't do a niche. Uh, a, my, uh, like you've got Izzy Video and Noel has paper clipping. That you know that's that's the thing that you guys are good at and everything. Me, well, what I'm good at is helping people with their businesses, and that's what's passion. I, I find passion in that, and so I can't. That is a niche. I don't understand why that's different because that's the same thing. Uh, in in that. It's, it's like meta niche. Well, because because I I've worked with lots of different industries, lots right. of different niches. Yes. Oh, and, I see. And but what I'm doing is this particular skill set that I'm passionate about. So, so if you're one of those people, like if if you look around and you, gosh, you know, I, I I'm kind of interested in damn near everything. Yeah. Well, I am n- interested in <laughs> damn near everything. So, so well, that makes me perfectly suited for what I actually like doing, which is exploring everything and and helping people accomplish what their goals are in their businesses. Uh, so, I have this broad range of knowledge, and I'm able to synthesize it into solutions for people. Well, that's that's my niche, I guess. Perfect. So, so, you know, this is, has all been all about developing an expertise. I think we should do another show at some point in the future about how to establish, once you are an expert, how to let the world know you are an expert and, you know, in the appropriate ways and all that stuff, like how to develop. So in other words, you're not like some expert that's hidden away that nobody knows about. Yeah, like like a, some professor at some college that is brilliant about whatever their topic is and the only people who have read them are other professors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, that type of I, I know a lot of people like that and they're like super brilliant and it's like you need to share this with the world. Well, that's another episode. We'll get there in the future. Right. But right now, I think we should, we should go ahead and wind down and we'll say yep. that's it for this one. And Awesome. Enjoy your Foolish Adventure. Thanks for listening to Foolish Adventure. If you found this information helpful and want more like it, please visit foolishadventure.com. Do you have specific questions you'd like us to answer? Leave a comment on the website. Who knows? Maybe we'll create a whole show to answer it. Also, we have a voicemail line where you can ask questions. The number is 480-331-4695. Thank you.